Previously on The Morphin Grid. We start off with Aisha volunteering at an animal shelter. So she leaves, Kim meets her. They see a white cat in the park. <laughs> you got a cat? Arena's like, I knew it! Zed is just as confused as we are. He's like, they took the cat. And all she says is that it's our friend. Ish comes in with the cat. Ish says, I get to, we get to keep the cat if no one claims it by the end of the day. And Zed's like, oh crap, someone's going to adopt that cat. Rito, go down, run some interference. The camera cuts over to the white kitty cat. Yep. And it morphs into a blonde girl. Aisha picks the cat up and cat likes Tommy. Kim tries to pet her and the cat like scratches and yeah. bites at her. We cut to later... At Aisha's house, Kimberly comes in. She's like, hey, where's PC? And Aisha's like, she's over on the couch. Oh, God, the windows are open downstairs, and she's gone. Look, they run downstairs. Kim left the door open. Cat runs behind a bush, transforms back into the blonde girl. Rita appears. What'd you learn? Kim's going to meet Tommy for a date. They lost the cat. Me. They're out looking for the cat. We can start the plan. And she's like, good, you're going to need a sweet car. Wow, this dumpster is now a sweet car with a license plate that says perfect. perfect. We cut to the juice bar. Tommy's like, oh, man, have you seen Kim? To Ernie. And he's like, oh, no, she just called. Cat got out. They're looking for the cat. She'll be here soon. And then this blonde girl comes up. My car's broken down, and I don't know anybody. I want you to help me. And he's like, okay, yeah, sure. My name is Catherine. You can call me Cat. Tommy looks under the hood. Dad should do it. She's like, shut up and get in the car. We'll just drive around the block. It'll be fine. He's like, all right. Zed zaps the car to the internet. She is like, oh, God, I'm scared. And just like gets all up in Tommy's business. They send Rito down. They teleport to the command center. And they see Tommy on the internet with Cat grabbing onto him. Right. She's like, where is he? And who's that girl? Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Josh. And I'm Jake. I don't even know what number this is. Today we're watching episode 130, season 3, episode 7, 8, 9, 18. <laughs> <laughs> Complicated head gestures there. A Ranger Catastrophe Part 2. Yep. It aired October 17th, 1995. Written and directed by Douglas Sloan. Again, Dougie Fresh pulling in... <laughs> Quadruple duty, technically, because he did both. Right. He wrote and directed two episodes in a row. So, pretty neat. If you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording, and then we go watch an episode of Power Rangers, and we come back and we talk about it. You can follow along if you got Netflix or the DVDs. I'm really jazzed about this episode, because number one, I get up very early in the morning, and I decided to do something with that today, so I already took notes and saw this episode, so I can just watch, which is a luxury (laughs) I am rarely afforded. And second of all, I figured out how to get rid of the refrigerator hum in the background. Pretty easy. Move away from the refrigerator. <laughs> Thirdly, I have something bananas to talk about after the break that I'm very excited for. And, all right. And fourthly, I don't know. I just got like a lot of stuff done since I've been home, so I'm just feeling Fourthly, good. Fourthly, if you're new here, what we do is to take a break and then we come back and talk about the episode after we watch it. I already said that. Did you say that already? I did, yes. <laughs> I... I left, I guess. I don't know. I went somewhere else. <laughs> anyway, you have something exciting, and I want to hear it, so I think we should go watch it. All right. It's, it's Morphin Time! We just watched Ranger Catastrophe Part Two, and who oh boy, there I like it. I really, it's pretty good. There's I really some enjoy stuff, it, but it's pretty good. There's a couple things that are really weird about this episode <laughs> that I did not notice until this time. But there's a lot of fun things that happen. Morphingrid.homebo.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/themorphingrid, and we're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you want to leave us a rating and review. That would be real awesome. You know what else is real awesome? What? America. By America, I mean a company called Megabots Incorporated made a giant mech and challenged Japan to a mech fight. And Japan said yes. What? (laughs) So, (laughs) I found out about it on Nerdy Show. They They did an interview with the two guys who made the mech. It's huge. I imagine. And Are we talking like... Jaeger huge? No, we're talking like 15 to 20 foot tall mech that okay. they will be inside piloting 
fighting Japan for America's honor. They're going to be inside it? They're going to be inside it. They're doing Isn't a ki- this crazy dangerous? Yes. Hey, guys, there's a weird audio glitch here. I said there is a Kickstarter that will be linked in the show notes. Basically, they have a robot built. They did this. The, the I don't know if it's a Kickstarter video because I didn't watch it because I found out about this at work. So I don't know if it's in the Kickstarter video or if it's in just another video, but they are wearing American flag capes and aviators, <laughs> and they walk into an abandoned factory and said, I forget the name of the other company, because they made a giant robot before them, and they said, Japan, we are challenging you to a fight. And then Japan went, done. We are going to shatter you. <laughs> Go check out the Kickstarter. I am going to donate as soon as I have some money. <laughs> I cannot wait. It's going to be crazy. And, and I will tell you this right now. They don't know where they're going to fight yet because the, the Japanese people right. were like, you figure it out and we'll just show up. So like right now they're trying to figure out what countries won't like bogart them from coming in. Right. Because they have giant robots in their shipping <laughs> containers. It's, it's crazy. And I cannot wait. So that's what's going on in the world right now. And it, once they figure out where they're going to fight because they don't want to do America or Japan. They want like neutral ground. Sure, that makes sense. Because uh, Japan said, like, hey, you guys go do it. And they should have been really American and been like, fine, we're doing it in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't figured out a place. When they do, I'm going to try to go there. I want to be live for this robot fight, if at all possible. So stay tuned for updates. That's all I have on uh, on Cool News Front. It's not really Power Rangers related, but, like, Giant Robot is, like, only two degrees of Kevin Bacon away from a Megazord, so... Even if two, like... <laughs> right, yeah. It's, once they figure out how to make separate ones come together, then, like, right. boom. And also make it ginormous. Because <laughs> right now it's huge, but it's not a skyscraper. It's just, like, it's only, like, 15 to 20 feet tall. <laughs> oh, well. It's, like, nothing. I'll fight that. Jeez. I feel like... One human person might have a better advantage. Now yeah, this chainsaws. Never mind. No. <laughs> All right. So anything? Anything else? No. No. <laughs> All right. Cool. Let's talk about Ranger Catastrophe Part Two. We start off with Rito closing in on Angel Grove, and they can't find Tommy. They have a picture of Tommy on the viewing globe. He's still on the internet, but they don't know where he is in time or space. And spoilers, we never find out. No, we don't. So I have a theory that we will come to later in the episode. As they are looking at Tommy on the viewing globe, some sort of weird like red lightning balls hit him in the forehead and he passes out. He zonks out. Cap feigns unconsciousness. Just in case it didn't work on him. Right? I don't know. Because like... Does she know that the Power Rangers are watching? That's the only reason you would do this, right? Right. Is if you knew the Power Rangers were watching. But there's no red lightning around her head, which I noticed this time. So she just is like, oh, and like <laughs> leans up against him. Everyone's like freaking out. Billy's like, Alpha, have you tried the, have you refluxed the correlation machine? And Alpha's just like, I don't want to hear it, Billy. I've done everything. I can't find him. <laughs> and then they lose the signal. Tommy's gone. Yep. Cat's gone. Wrong. Cat's fine. She just like sits up and is just like, yeah. <laughs> so she must know because she sits up when the signal drops. Yeah. It's awful convenient. Hmm. I mean, maybe there's like a little radio. Maybe there's like a little monitor. They have the radio tuned to command center. Yeah. I mean, why not? So that- <laughs> right. It already broadcasts. It can get video and audio input. Yeah. They can, they can pick up a video from somewhere where they don't know where it's coming from. Yeah, so why which, can't this dumpster car pick up their audio on a radio station? That would be like if you mailed me an email and I got it. <laughs> if you put a letter in a mailbox with my email address on it and then I received it in my email. Because <laughs> they're like, we have no idea where it came from, but we have it. I don't That's right. That's kind of weird. So then uh, Rita teleports Cat to the throne room and turns her back into a cat, which is weird. Yes. That's a weird thing that they do, because then she's like, you're such a good kitty. I'm going to give you a couple sauces of milk later. Yeah. Catherine, the person, is like a weird afterthought. Yeah. Which is very odd. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of uncomfortable with it a little (laughs) bit, especially because, like, Zed hates that cat. Yeah. Zed hates cat, and I think he wants to kill her. Thankfully, he does not, obviously, but he's just like, 
I mean, maybe it's because like her hair is getting on his like exposed muscles and brain, <laughs> which would maybe make me a little angry as well. Goldar says, oh, let me take care of the White Ranger. I have an old score to settle, which is a nice callback. That tracks. That makes sense. So far, I'm on board. Right. So Zed's like, okay, you've earned it. Pause. How? <laughs> He's not. By not being as stupid as Rito? <laughs> Goldar's not dead yet? And I guess he's like, well, I mean, you lasted this long. You might as well give it another <laughs> You're real shot. real good at running away. We might as well send you maybe, into another battle. <laughs> maybe Zed and Zoran have a bet going as to who can kill their inferiors <laughs> quicker. And they're both like, well, if we run them up against each other constantly, one of us is going to have to win, right? We cut to Tommy, and the camera kind of pans out, and the car is no longer on the internet. It's in a cave. It's in the cave. It's in the cave of pleasure, despair, fantasy, evil. It's like a little different. It has like columns in it. Th- there's a column. There's a little gargoyle statue. And a lot of fog. Lots of fog. It's in San Francisco. <laughs> also, when they were on the internet, were they in this cave and just there was an illusion around them? I think that was some weird kind of like teleportation to the cave. Okay. That makes... The cave is online. The, the, they had to break through the firewall. They to had get to there. dial up and to so, get there. <laughs> the cave is AOL.com. It's geocities.caveofevil.gov. I wish I had seen hackers so I could just run some fake techno battle. They had to they had to get a Beowulf cluster together <laughs> so they could hack the planet. Hack the cave's mainframe. Yeah. So then All the internet is just mainframes. I like to believe that pretty much, yeah. According to reboot. <laughs> I mean, the town they were in was called Mainframe. I should watch Reboot again. I'm going to put that on my list. The rebooting reboot. I know, and I'm very excited because (laughs) it looks like they aren't rebooting it. It looks like they're continuing it, but maybe it's a reboot. There's a picture of... Maybe it's because it is reboot, so people are confused as to what that means. Exactly, because there's a picture of what I'm assuming is a Guardian, which is the, the order of good guys that the main character, Bob belongs to they're the bob. ones who, bob yeah he goes in it stands for something computery some nerd crap i don't know but he um he goes into video games and he makes sure that the user loses because anyone who's trapped in that cube uh like that square block they're all turning a little slugs <laughs> reboot's awesome <laughs> essentially is what i'm saying and he can he can reboot by tapping his little symbol thing Men and defend, and he, <laughs> you turn into a video game character, and then you have to beat the user, and it's it's real fun. It's a real great show. But the poster, the teaser poster, is a guardian, and in his visor is reflected Megabyte, who is the main bad guy. It's basically the same garbage CGI looking Megabyte, <laughs> which is why I think maybe that's a throwback. Maybe I don't know. All I know is that I'm going to watch the crap out of or it. Or maybe Megabyte is like old technology. That would be ballin'. Because you know who uses Megabytes nowadays? Literally no, no one. <laughs> you can't find... You can't a- find anything under four gigs. And yeah. Like, even those are getting harder to get. Yeah. Do, like, do, I remember, I vividly remember getting a 512 megabyte uh, USB stick and thinking I was the king of the world. I was like, oh... I'm th- I I can hold infinite knowledge on this, <laughs> and now you literally can't find them. If you give me a 512 megabyte stick, I'll be like, "Where did you get that? And why are you doing this to me?" There was a like an image set that just came across my Facebook feed, and it was just like a bunch of old like 80s and 90s cartoons, like Street Sharks and Ninja yeah. Turtles. And a couple other ones. A bunch of floppy disks. There's holding floppy disks. It's like, remember <laughs> when the fate of the world could fit on a floppy disk? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, man. What was on that? Just like one line of code? Because that's all it could fit. It was basically, it was, like, <laughs> it was, it was probably like a, a dot .txt <laughs> filled with code. And dot .exe, probably. Because that's an executable file. .txt is just text that you can read. Right, but if you like convert it, I don't know. I don't know how computers work. <laughs> I went to film school. <laughs> so it's probably like a, a .exe. <laughs> and you put it in and it just says like, shut it down. <laughs> it just shuts down whatever you need it to. Uh, anyway, I want to believe that the, the internet that they were stuck in was an illusion and that like Squat and Babu were on either side of the car just shaking it 
and you couldn't see them. <laughs> they were part of the. They were using their alien invisibility cloaks yeah. from previous episode. Oh God, it's weird. That is very weird. So we go back to the command center, and they're like, "Rito's reached the city." So they morph and they meet him. Now, remember one second ago when I said Rito reached the city? He didn't. He's in the park. <laughs> the park's in the city. Yes, but he's not near any buildings. Maybe Angel Grove Park circles the border of the city. It's, oh, it's like uh, <laughs> there's one part that's not park, and that's where the city is built. And you have to go through park no matter what. How do you drive there? There's like one one way in, one way out. One way in, one way out. That's why no one leaves because it's just inconvenient. So there's usually a monster in the way. They they morph and he they're doing the cool like I'm a giant and I'm close to the camera and you're regular size and you're far away from the camera trick. This is a real good one though. This is a really good one and he's like he's like I gotta go and they're like, oh bad breath and there's like a whole like wind thing that like knocks him back. That would be very gross. It would be. That would be very Cause gross. Because, like, regular-sized bad breath is already real right. gross. Imagine it bigger than you. A breath cloud the <sighs> size of you and all your friends. Like, you step outside in Texas. But that was Instead bad of breath. heat, it stink. <laughs> Ugh. Gross. <laughs> so then they call the Zords, and uh, we get a sweet individuals fight for a minute. The bear rears up and stomps the ground a couple times, and it knocks Rito down. Here's the thing. They're the good guys, and they just created a massive earthquake that literally broke the streets downtown. So, like, come right, on, Right, because he's in the city now. Yeah, he is automatically in the city. This happens again in the next monster fight, and this time it's weirder. <laughs> and the next time it's weirder. The Frog Zord once again proves that he is the the workhorse. He is not messing around. He's the, he's the season three dragon zord. Like, <laughs> yeah, he just starts breathing fire. Just breathing fire. You know, thing. like frogs do. Like, like all your classic frogs. Crane swoops in, shoots some lasers. I noticed that the crane has the same sound effect as the phoenix and the pterodactyl, which I really like. Ape Zord fought him with swords again, and then Ape Zord took a flamethrower to his chest for his troubles. He put his swords together, which, like, should make them stronger, but Rito just, like, pushed him away. Yeah, he was, about he was, to- he was like, oh, you got... A trick. I got a trick too. And he made like a fire cannon. Yeah. Arm, like a Mega Man arm almost. Pretty much, yeah. I just blasted him with fire. Yeah, he's like, oh, cool Darth Maul trick. <laughs> Fireball. Though. So then they put him together. They do a power punch with the chopping hand, with the wolf hand, which is not a punch. It's like a knife edge. Chop. It's like a throat thrust. Yeah, they call it they call it a power punch. And when they do it inside the cockpit, they make this weird like peace sign pointed at you. Symbol, and they do this again later when they say to symbolize the two arms. Maybe that kind of makes sense. It's still dumb because you're doing like a peace sign, just like put your fist out if you're gonna like when you say the word punch, you should accompany it with a punch. You should punch, you shouldn't like headbutt. Yeah, (laughs) it's just it's just a little weird. It's a a choice that something made. Rito is bounced back to the moon. Rita is not surprised. She's like, oh, why do I even bother? And Zed's like, oh, I've been saying that the whole time. Blah, Zed blah. is like sitting next to the telescope, right? Yeah. Drumming on his brain. Oh, that's gross. I didn't know that. Because he's like frustrated. Because Rita has well, that's the, not going to help. Because Rita has the cat. So he's right. like sitting down. Running he's got his allergies. Fi- running his fingers over his brain. He's like, first your dumb brother, now this cat. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till later when more of Rita's family shows up. Uh, I remember that. Oh. Zed never brings anybody in. No. All of all of his henchmen were Rita's. Yeah, he presumably conquered a portion of the galaxy. Just alone? By himself? Why don't you go down there and fight, Zed? <laughs> you have a magic wand that also is a spear, and you're so gross that no one wants to look at you. I f- yeah. Have they even actually seen Lord Zed with their eyes? Do they, I don't do think they so. Do they really know that Lord Zed exists? Because like, at least Rita popped... Into Earth a few times. Yeah, she used to, like, drive... A she didn't fight, but that's fine. She doesn't look like yeah, a warrior. She, she She's... used to fly around on her penny farthing. Right. But, hey, I'm here. Be aware. <laughs> but I don't think they ever actually see Zed. If you yeah, guys remember a time, tweet us. I don't think he ever leaves the moon. Maybe not until the oh. end of In Space. Nope. You, like... know, you know what? They do see Zed one time in the the second opening episode. <laughs> Oh, season two, he casts his appearance above them in that race they're doing, I think. Right. I might be wrong. I don't even remember that. I'm not surprised. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, we come back to the command center, and they're like, 
we can't get to him. Everything we're trying is blocked, and they're like, Zordon's like, I'm afraid so, Rangers. Rita and Zed have put up a shield. <laughs> yep. And they're like, That is true. And they're like, Oh, well, rats. So then we cut to Goldar, who wakes Tommy up in the cave, and he gets rid of the car. The car was a ghost the whole time. I was hoping it would turn back into a dumpster, and Tommy would just be sitting in sitting trash. Sitting in a dumpster? That would be great. Instead, the car falls through the floor, which is a pretty neat effect that they did. Yeah. And it, he, like, lands and is like, ugh. And then a hologram Rita pops in. And it's like... it's a hologram because it's, like, her a little VH, broken up. Her VHS tracking is her, off. Her tracking is off. So then Rita's like, oh, Tommy, it looks like you're going to die now. And he's like, what'd you do with Catherine? And she's like, don't worry about that. What would Kim say? You think you worried about other girls? Spend so much time is, with other girls. He is one million percent not worried about what Kim thinks. No. And like, we'll see the, the, the after effects of that at the end of this episode, which I like, but am confused on a little bit. Yeah. So Tommy morphs because he was asleep for like, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes and no one <laughs> thought to take his morpher away from him. <laughs> They took his. They they have sent putties to get him in a net also, to take his morpher away. In the dark dimension, was it in the dark dimension that he couldn't? No, they took his morpher there. Well, no, the dark dimension you. They definitely have. They definitely have some location that they could put him right. in where he just can't morph. But instead, they put him in this cave. Plus, if they're blocking the signal, shouldn't that also block the the signal to get your powers? Yes, like they've done before. <laughs> Without making a whole big hoopla about a shield? This plan is sounding less and less like an actual plan. And more and more like nine people writing more, one script. More like an idea that Rita right. was like, we'll trap him in a cave with a girl. And he took the girl away. And then we'll take the girl. <laughs> She's a cat, too. I don't know. I don't know all the details. We'll figure it out as we go. Yeah. <laughs> Zed's like, whatever. I don't care anymore. <laughs> also, she's like, yeah. You know, don't worry about cat, which is like a kind of a red flag. I feel like that should have sent up some some red flags. Right. Goldar, after Tommy Morphs, Goldar's like, you're in no position to fight. Goldar, he's beating you up no, so he's, many times. No, because that's not what he meant, I don't think. Because Tommy Morphs, and he like threatens Rita's hologram. He's like, tell me where cat is. You know, I'm not going to ask again. And Rita's like, okay, I got to go. And then leaves. <laughs> and then Goldar says he's in no place to make demands. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I must have misheard that. I took these notes at 4.59 this morning, like around around 5 o'clock this morning. So, I get it. Uh, <laughs> a little, little credit. So then Billy finds him. He gets the coordinates, I guess. I don't know. He, he There's a, the, a little crack in the shield. There was a little tiny Seth Rollins, and he got right in there, and he, and he was like, all right, I found him, but we can't teleport him. We don't have the power. Again, The what? way he says it is weird, because he's like, we don't have the power to get him out of there, and he, but he, says, he hits power in a way that like, makes it sound like he means we don't have the ability. Right, and then they say, like, we, can't, we don't have the power like, with the shield up, Right. which <laughs> keep that in your pocket. Because that makes less sense the longer this episode goes on. This shield, <laughs> this shield makes no sense the farther into the episode uh, that we get. He's like, all right, I have some parts back at my lab. Oh, where do you see the parts? Oh, boy. The, also, Just keep in mind that they don't have enough power to get make, Tommy out right. of here right oh, now. Oh, that you know what? Maybe it makes sense then. <laughs> so, they, <laughs> so I also want to point out that Billy's like, oh, we have this um, super advanced command center that can teleport us. Communicate across the galaxy. Anywhere whatever. within the mountains. Everywhere except the mountains. Those are magic mountains. But in my lab, I have a thing that I can get. I can make better technology than what you have here. Cut back to Tommy and Goldar fight, fighting. It's a pretty good fight. It's Yeah, it's nice to see Goldar fighting confidently. I'm still not comfortable calling him a threat again. Not yet. No. But he's having a good fight with Tommy. I don't think he's a threat again until the very end of this season. Of technically Alien Rangers, but yeah. Alien um, Rangers is still part of this season. Right. So he he is fighting Tommy, and he's doing well, and that is nice. And I hope to see more of that in the future. Come back up to the moon, and somehow Squat and Babu know that the Rangers, that Billy and Adam, left the command center. Yeah, that, struck, that hit me as very odd. And Rita didn't? No, because they, like, they could not have looked through the telescope because Rita and Zed are right by the telescope. They are bogarting it. They're just like, oh, we're right in front of it. So they, I don't know, like 
called ahead. Maybe Zed had like a spare visor. Oh, and they're just the like so they're like, behind see, the hole. They're looking through the hole. These are programmed to just track on to Power Rangers. So let's take a look, see what we can find. Right, maybe. And once they leave the command center, you can locate them again. Right. So like, eh, maybe. Well, we'll accept that for now. So she says, or, or uh, Babu says, now would be a great time to do Plan B. Her Plan B is calling Cat in. Or well, she's still holding the cat actually, yeah. and she sends her down as a monster. Does she the monster ever get a name? No, it's Cat Monster. Can we call it? Can we call her? It's a girl, obviously. Catastrophe. Kitty Catherine. <laughs> I like that. I do want to point out that this cat monster is wearing lingerie. It's like a very, it's a very sexually charged. It's cat a very monster. racy cat monster. Her, she's wearing like a boa. That's her tail. She has thigh high stockings and those like sexy lady gloves <laughs> that go up to your elbows and a uh, a uh, a uh, uh, bustier. I think that's what they're called. I don't know. I'm a dumb guy. This is a kid's show. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> this, is, this is a pretty sexual gatomon right? <laughs> they have here. Yeah. Like, even, like, the way she walks and the way she, like, talks to Adam yeah. and Rocky. She, Not, this isn't Adam. This is Billy. Billy, yeah. Billy and Rocky. No, Billy, no, and, Billy Adam. and Adam. Yeah. Billy and Adam. <laughs> Rocky is back at the command center still. They morph. Billy and Adam do. Also, I, this is... This is a uh, uh, Catherine Sutherland doing the voice too, so that's cool. That's what I thought. Um, it, she and it it doesn't sound like her, except there's one tiny twinge of a Australian right. accent. She hits the A's like she's Australian. Yeah, like. and, and she says something and like kind of puts an R on it, like in the weird yeah. way that their O's kind of have R's <laughs> attached. They stole all of the R's out of Boston and put them on their O's. <laughs> there's a lot of reals. Like, all the time. Like, that's what she says every time she moves. Yep. They call the others. Oh, by the way, they morphed in the middle of a street. In the middle of the road. They saw a monster, and they were just like, it's morphing time. Broad daylight. Broad daylight in the middle of the street. There's, like, a tree, like, next to them. Yeah, like, residential area. Anyone looking out a window, anyone driving by in a car, anyone walking their dog. Right. Could have seen these two more. They're not even trying Really no, anymore? I don't think so. I think it's like a weird open secret now that the whole town just knows and is like, well, whatever. We won't arrest them because we're only alive because of them. Right. We so, won't mention it because they don't mention it. <laughs> right. So we'll just be like, everyone keep it cool. Everyone be cool. They call the others. Others morph separately from them. Then Rocky, <laughs> they teleport down and Rocky's like, all right, teamwork, guys. And then attacks alone because Rocky's a dumb dumb. <laughs> Rocky is a big old dummy dumb. Cat is like knocked back. She's like beaten back because there's five on one now. And she's like, next time I won't pussyfoot around, which is the second time they've said the word pussyfoot on. Pussyfoot is not a bad word. It just. It never has been. It, Half of the word is, is pussy. And I understand. <laughs> yeah. Well, but here's the thing. Like, I feel like it's taken on this meaning of not like cat footing. <laughs> like. Don't pussyfoot around means stop dilly dallying. Yeah. But it. I don't know. It feels like it means something like, I don't know, a little more vulgar. But I guess not because in nope. 1995, <laughs> they said it on this kid's show. Twice. On this, on this dumb show for babies at least two times because Goldar said it once too. She leaves. Come back to the moon. Rito is like, let me go help Goldar. He's not done doing his mission yet. And Zed's like, yeah, I like the idea of you fighting together. That could be funny. Because Zed knows he's never going to win. So he's like, I'm going to just entertain myself from right. now on. But yeah, maybe he's like, let's just see what happens. So he's like, all right, go down there. So Rito joins the fight. I forget. I f- Goldar says something like, just give up. Tommy's like, you should know me better than that. And Rito's like, well, you don't know me. Will you give up to me? <laughs> <laughs> they fight. Tommy grabs Saba, pulls out Saba. I just want to get Saba in the air. So you guys are all thinking about Saba. <laughs> Saba has... Three moments, or well, two okay. two moments that are very Power Rangers. It makes a lot of sense that they happen. <laughs> so then we cut back to the command center. Because by the way, when Cat left, they went their separate ways. Uh, separate ways. Blue Ranger and Black Ranger ran to Billy's lab, yep. and then still morphed, still morphed, and then the others just ran off screen and I guess teleported when they were away <laughs> from there. They're unmorphed. They're back in the command center. They're like Billy. Did, have you figured out the parts yet? And they're like, he's like, yeah, I'm working on it. And Josh, why don't you tell our lovely listeners what the parts are? It's like a circuit board. 
Okay. With some wires hanging off of it. All right. Everything makes sense so right. far. And two AA batteries. <laughs> they did need more power. <laughs> they needed. They needed a remote control's worth of power. <laughs> they were just off by a little like, bit. Just a little bit. And so he's also, he's got like a screwdriver thing that's got some lights on it that he's waving over it. And then afterwards, he's got this weird bronze claw thing that have two LEDs on the end of their, like, pokes that are that are matched up with the double A's. And he's like, I did it. I found the frequency. <laughs> Let's get this back to the command center. And then they teleport out of, out of the lab to the command center. Why didn't you teleport in? <laughs> Wouldn't that have saved a lot of time? Oh man. You put you put Tommy's life more in danger because you're like, no, I want to give my cardio in for the day. Back in the cave, Golar knocks Saba out of Tommy's hand and then is holding Rito is holding him in like a double chicken wing. Like a, maybe it's a, a full Nelson. Maybe it's a it's a Bob Backlund special. Maybe it's a half Nelson chicken wing. <laughs> Point is Tommy's got an arm free and he's like Golar's like, well, I guess I'm going to chop you in half if you don't want to join us. And Tommy's like, Saba, come on, buddy. Saba floats up and whooshes over to him. And Tommy's like, I knew you could do it. So was that Saba's power? Yes. In the movie, he let Saba go and Saba sliced up a bunch of crap. So like, Right. Saba's sentient. Yeah. So it makes sense that it has some kind of control over itself. Yeah. So I, that's just that's the that's the first kind of weird thing. It's also magic. Yeah. That and this is like the There's a few things that happen. This is one of them. Yeah. Where it's kind of just like, "Oh, the Power Rangers are wizards now." Yeah. It it's I don't know. I feel like they're like we've done so many. We've done 130 episodes. We could do whatever we want. Pretty much. So, cut back up to the command center. Billy Plugs in the circuit board with the batteries and the wires on it into a panel. Just puts it inside of a panel. Yeah. He's like, all right, let's do it. And they're like... Powered up the command center. They're like, if we don't have enough power and we can't get him, he, Tommy, and his friend, who is nowhere to be seen, right, could be lost in the morphine grid forever. So when you teleport, you become the morphine grid for a little bit. Well, it's maybe you use maybe the morphing grid is some weird like this teleport is different. Yes, like it happens a little later, but it's visually different. It, it is, yeah. So maybe they're teleporting him a special way, like they're pulling him through the morphing grid because they can't pull him out through the air, right? Because Billy like taps on the console a couple times. Like, I got the coordinates, and then we cut back down to, to the cave where. Tommy gets knocked against a wall, and Rito and Goldar are there, and Sapa just gives up. Yep. Sapa's like, oh, we can't do it. I failed you. We're dead. <laughs> We're dead. It's all my fault somehow. somehow. I'm just a sword, though. <laughs> all right. This is the last time you will ever hear Sapa talk. The last time you hear Sapa talk is him giving up, and I'm assuming shutting down. <laughs> <laughs> so Maybe the spirit that inhabited the sword just gave left. up and left. He's like, I'm out. Sapa out. <laughs> I'll see you later. I'll be in your truck. <laughs> so then Goldar's got like his, his sword raised, come back to the command center. They are they're like, all right, let's try it. And Ish is like, wait a minute. He's gonna need all the help he can get. So this is this is the Power Rangers are wizards part two. So they hold hands. They get in a circle. I thought they were gonna include Alpha in it, but then Billy just kinda like nudged him out. <laughs> You're not a Power Ranger, Alpha. Sit over there. And like I don't know. It's weird. They, yeah, because they, they needed more power, so Billy made a power chip. Right. Sure. Sure. Whatever. Sure. They found Tommy. There are no batteries in the command center. Hopefully, when you're playing Smash, your wave bird doesn't die, or else, <laughs> or else you're screwed. So, what does them holding hands like? What is it supposed to accomplish? Because they never say. He's well, just like he's gonna need all the help he can get. Well, there's a. I feel like there's a precedent for, like... They all hold hands, and we get, like, the colored lightning between all of them. Yeah. They're colors, too, which is neat. And then Tommy teleports out of the cave into, between them, unmorphed. Right. Which is a little weird. But here's the thing. I feel like this is a precedent that they have set. I feel like they've said, like, we generate power. I guess. Because we're connected to the morphing grid. So maybe they're, like, if we help teleport i don't know they're wizards now so then what the heck did billy's device do that did it found just... the coordinates as far as i can tell from the dialogue tommy 
is back unmorphed, which is kind of weird. Maybe he just like they used the power they that he the had. Lo- like, yeah. So he landed and he was unmorphed. He's like, "Where's Catherine?" And Billy, I, want, <laughs> I really wish Kim was just like, "Who is she?" By the way, why why do you care so much about Catherine, Tommy? Right. Because they set up her being jealous at the end of the last episode for like a second, like a little twinge of right. jealousy. And then it got squashed because Rito was about to attack the city. In this one, in this episode, he teleports in. He's like, where's Catherine? And Billy's just like, couldn't find her. And I was hoping Jordan would be like, she's probably dead, bro. Give up on her. <laughs> but they're like, I guess Tommy just accepts this because they're like, I guess Zed and Rita have her because I can't find her at all. Then we cut up to Zed and Rita who are arguing about how their plan has gone wrong. Rita's argument is that it was doing fine until Zed mucked his, you know, mucked it up with his plans, which were send help to Goldar. Right. Did Zed? Zed hasn't even done anything, right? No, because Goldar was going to go down there anyway, right? Yeah. And so he just gave him help. Like, Zed was only helping, and he's getting yelled at now for no reason. Then he's like, I'm taking control of the situation. Cat, where's that cat of yours? And so Rita's like, here, kitty, kitty, like looking for the cat version of her. And then Catherine walks in. Catherine, the human the person, human person walks in. like brainwashed and is like, yes, Lord Zed, I live to serve you now. Her eyes glow red. Yeah. They glow red. Red. Yeah. Also keep that in mind. They're like, all right, go back down to Earth You're, and do real damage. So they send her to Earth. And so she's, again, a sexy cat monster. And kitty, kitty Catherine in lingerie, which again is just so weird. It's very weird. And that's weird. the first picture I saw on the internet was this cat <laughs> monster <laughs> in her weird lingerie. Ugh. And then they they crisscross her. That's that's kind of a weird like this is the internet kind of image, isn't it? Yeah. No, now that I think about it, <laughs> now that I think about it, that's a weird precursor to how the internet would go. <laughs> so they send cat down, then the rangers See that the cat monster is back. Right. She pops up on the viewing globe, and I laugh because she does the most, like, cartoony sexual walk toward the camera yeah. that she could. I am willing to bet you money that there is a man in that suit. Oh, probably. <laughs> and they're just like, be a sexy cat lady. And he's like, okay, I guess I'll walk like, like a twenties, like a 1920s flapper, maybe. <laughs> I don't know what they're going for. They see her on the viewing globe. They morph for, like, the... 50th time this episode. I don't know if it felt like that to you, but they they morphed separately so many times. I started feeling it when Adam and Billy morphed. I was like, they're going to do this a lot. Yeah, and then like two (laughs) seconds later, the the other three morph, and then like a minute after that, they go back, and they morph again to fight Rito, and then Tommy morphs, and then they come back, and now they're morphing again. It's just, it's too many. It's too many morphs. It's too many morphs. Do they show the full sequence each time, too? Not the full one, but, like, each, whoever's morphing? Yeah, they, they show, show... them morphing? Yeah, they show all of them doing their yellow ranger power, black right. ranger power, every time. It's a weird way to eat up time in an episode that has two giant fights in it. Yeah. This episode was only 20 minutes, but it felt really long and also really short. Like, they had a lot of time saving things when they were fighting Rito, i was like we're what six minutes in and we're at the end of an episode yeah like except it was like only two minutes in <laughs> maybe <laughs> the rangers like morph in and then they crisscross applesauce and make her monster grow to, to cat and she's suddenly not in the park anymore now she's in a warehouse in the warehouse district yep just like all of a sudden because sure whatever this is why it's weirder than Rito, because at least they cut away. In this one, Cat is in the park. They zap her, and she starts. Then the next shot of her is in front of a warehouse. <laughs> no transition. No just her big. And then she takes some swipes at them. They do the other, like, the, the perspective thing again. It's, it's pretty neat. Then they call their zords again. Their zords come in. At least it's the quick call. It is. It is. They're doing. They're, they finally figured it out. We don't want to see the Zords come in. We want to see them in action. Right. That's how you sell toys, guys. And then, net. Oh God. And then Kitty Catherine, giant size Kitty Catherine, is like, "I'm a cat, and I want a cat pun." <laughs> this whole place is a scratching post or something. I'm really sinking my yeah. claws in. And then. There's just Ninja. She's like, I don't like, out of nowhere. Because <laughs> she's like, who's that? And she's like, Ninja. I don't even think she says who's that. I think he just literally introduces no, himself. No, she, she definitely at least is like, who or what is that? And then Ninja just flies in. Is like, I'm Ninja now. What the heck? 
Okay, sure. No one called you Ninja like, for sure. Maybe you've been getting bored in your cave. We haven't seen him in a while. He's in the fight footage in like significantly, so they had to use him. And I get that, but like, write him in. <laughs> just to have them like, call him, right? Just because at some point, because the Sentai giant fights are way better than the ones we get. Oh, for sure. At some point, Kitty Catherine had to have had the upper hand. Yeah. So just have to be like, oh man, we need Ninja power now, and then <laughs> so he he glides in, and then. They, they like fight for a second and nothing happens. Like no no side. Uh, no, it's wins. stalemate. Yeah, and then Ninjor starts like shaking his fist. She it, says something at him, and like I guess it's his trigger. It's not even mean. She's just like I'm gonna keep fighting you because that's what we do. He's here. like, oh no. He's like, I will not let that happen. <laughs> drops, drops his pants. Drops trowel. <laughs> Flips his head and drops his pants. <laughs> it's a weird. Can you imagine in real life? <laughs> If you saw two people about to get into a fight, one of them threw their pants down. Well, it's not quite that because he still has like all the mobility in his legs. So like right. you're fighting somebody and they're in zip off and pants, then, <laughs> and then <laughs> you trigger them. All right, second audio glitch. Josh has zipped their pants off and start flailing them around. I made a joke about sour cream from Steven Universe. Carry on, rage. So <laughs> Then uh, zip off pants are the stupidest. I things. had I had about five hundred pairs of zip off. I pants. never owned any zip off pants. I had I never so owned any many. Jinkos, which we're really plugging Jinkos on this podcast. Yes, Jink. So Jinkos, if you want to, if still you have, around, if you're still around, <laughs> if you have reasonable size pants or better shorts, because we live in Texas, <laughs> go ahead and email us. Lilydates.morphinggrinchgmail.com. <laughs> Tommy says initiate docking sequence. I heard it this morning. Again, it's like 520. It was like 515, 520 at this point. I heard initiate Tommy sequence, and that <laughs> made so much sense. <laughs> initiate Tommy this, sequence just, just makes so much sense. This whole show is basically a Tommy sequence Pretty at this much. point. At one, I think when Kim – not Kim. She's not the bad guy. Nope. When Kitty Catherine grows, he says something like, oh, man, this – Something about this freaky feel, uh, freaky feline. But it sounded like he's like this freaking feline. Freaking feline. <laughs> they, you know, Falcon Zord connects. They Falcon double punch her, and then Ninjor. Do you remember? Do you remember his line? Do you oh remember, yeah. Do you remember what he said? Yep. What, why don't you? Why don't you tell? Why don't you tell I don't think Josh? I can do his voice right now. But <laughs> it, it gives you the shot of both of them from the side. They're yeah. like victory pose. He's just like, oh yeah, we bad. <laughs> So stupid, just so. Stupid. <laughs> then I love it. I love how dumb and goofy Ninjor is. I just I don't like that he just swooped in out of nowhere. Right? And then he goes, "Oh yeah, we bad." Smash cut to them jumping out of the the, the Megazord, landing in the park, you know where they were before, and Cat just sitting on a tree because I get because she blew up. Kitty Catherine blew up. Yes, but Cat is fine. Yep. For whatever reason. So she lands, or she's just down there, and they're like, oh my god, Catherine. And she's like, not only is she not dead, but she's also a good liar. Because she's like, they had me, and all the last thing I remember is uh, there's a witch and so many horrible monsters. And like, she makes it sound very convincing that yeah. like, I was she was mistaken. Yeah. And we knew that she's evil. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's convincing. Yeah. So at one point, I was like, is that really. All the, I was like, if that's all the time that she's evil, how did they fill the rest? And then, you know, come to find out. Yeah, no, she's she's still evil. Spoilers. We cut to later. They're walking in the park, and they're just, like, asking her questions. And she's like, my dad moved here for work, so we all moved with him. And Billy says the dumbest thing of the episode. Dumber than ninja. Dumber than, oh, yeah, we bad. Well. Dumber, dumber than... You've earned it, Goldar. <laughs> Billy says, oh, you're going to like it here. Angel Grove is a great town. <laughs> if, you know, if you can look past the giant monster invasion. If you excuse the very unique phenomenon of constant monsters destroying the city and being stopped by a giant robot. The, re- the city itself does seem pretty nice. It does. Like, if you, if you just eliminated the bad guys, it would be a nice place to live. Yeah. Which is what he means. I don't think he wants to be like, oh, you made a terrible mistake. There's giant monsters here all the time. Uh, I hope you don't live in the warehouse district because you're going to die. <laughs> Angel Grove South has already been destroyed. <laughs> Adam says something about her starting school in the fall. Guys, we're going to keep that in mind. 
She starts school in the fall. That means it has to be a new year. They have to be older st- soon. Soon. Right. Some point soon. So I, I guess we'll find out. Kim is oh. not jealous in the least. I also just realized they haven't been in the school in a while. That's because it's summertime. Well, no, they were in uh, two episodes ago. Were they? Yeah. The Maybe it's just summertime now. That was, the, that was the end of school. These two episodes are summer vacation. Yep. And <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, Kim not only is not jealous that Tommy... She, no, she's not jealous. She likes Kath- she, uh, Catherine. She digs her accent. Yeah. Catherine we, tells her, call me Cat. All my friends back home do. They haven't put two and two together yet. They know Cat no. was under a spell. They know Cat was a giant cat monster. They have not figured out that Cat is the cat. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are three cats that just entered their life. Right. <laughs> and again, they have they have no pattern recognition on this front. Then they're like, she's like, I gotta leave. It's been great. And Tom is like, Hey, Catherine, uh, Cat, if uh, if you need anything, just uh, just ask us. Let me know. And she's all like, Oh yeah, I will, Tommy. I will, Tommy. He you says he says, Tommy. ask us. Right. And she's like, I will, Tommy. <laughs> but she's like extra smitten with him yeah. too. So I mean, there's, uh, there's something going on there. So then they look over. And there's PC, you know, the white cat that Catherine is when she's not being Catherine. <laughs> she's just as bad about morphing in yeah, plain sight, they? I guess. I mean, Aisha is the one who noticed her, so presumably Aisha was the one looking that way. This is a, this has happened before in that something happens in Aisha's line of sight and she just cannot see it at all. So I guess this <laughs> kind of tracks. And so, I've been looking for you everywhere. She sees it. She looks at Kim and she says, Kim, I found out where PC is. <laughs> <laughs> Right here, where right. I'm looking. <laughs> so they all rush over. Each picks her up. And she's like, I'm never letting you out of my sight again. And then <laughs> PC looks at the camera, and its eyes glow green. Green. Not red. So back under. She's. Uh, is it a different spell now? Is this, Re- is this Rita's control? Was she. Was blowing up Kitty Catherine the cure to the first curse? Maybe. Or spell? Maybe it was like a... And then like like, a, when she left the group, Rita was like, nope, I still need you. I don't know if it got rid of the spell, like any of the spells. Maybe it weakened them a lot. Maybe. And Are that, red eyes stronger than green eyes? I would say so in the in the, the evil color spectrum. I think red is more evil than green. That's true. But that's it. Green got more done, though. That is very true. <laughs> and Thomas' eyes did grow green whenever he uh, shot droopy lasers out of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final thoughts on a Ranger Catastrophe Part Two. I I like it. It was it was fun. Had Ninja in it. <laughs> it wrapped up the story it was telling. Yes, but also let it continue at the same time. Yeah, it, which is a real nice thing. It moves the it, story forward. It helps the season feel like a story rather than the, just these couple episodes. Yeah, because if this would have been season one. We would never see Cat again. <laughs> no, she'd be gone. <laughs> but yeah, it, I like I, exactly. That's, that's how I feel. It it's like here's the end of this little arc, but there is more to the story as a whole, and you're gonna have to come back in several weeks because the next one's not until the thirty first, and I think that's I think that's the next episode, but I'm not sure if no, because Dreaming of White Rangers in like November or something. November to the timeline yeah, of Power it, Rangers. <laughs> uh, it falls in between. The last one and the one before it, but it actually aired way after this in November. Yeah, which uh, is like weird. Four or five episodes from now. Yeah, I th- maybe even more than that. I think it might be more than that. Well, anyway, we'll we'll let you know when we get there. But uh, the outtakes are Bulk and Skull, who were not in the episode at all. At all. That's how I know it was a good episode is because I didn't notice until the credits. Right. So they are. So the rest of the episode kept me engaged without them having to make me laugh. Right. Which was nice. They. Bulk is carrying Skull through the woods. They're running away from the cat monster. Or the are they running away from, or are they looking for Maybe they're PC? looking for the cat? Because Bulk is like, here, kitty, kitty. Maybe they're looking for it. So and I think then, they're trying to find PC. And then they see the cat monster. like, looking for me, boys. <laughs> and they just faint. And then they faint, and that's it. Here's the thing, though. They had nothing in this episode besides that. So that's canon. At the end of the last episode, there was an outtake... Of a scene that we had never seen before. I know. So they, they've done that before where they're like, here's an extra scene during the credits. But this time they were like, here's an extra scene's outtake. Yeah. And then this, because this time is just the continuation of that scene. Just, yeah. Is a later part of that scene. I don't know why. It's really weird. I don't know why they're 
Skull seems like he's been attacked recently, but that's neither here nor there. Well, maybe they had to walk back from the swamp, so maybe Skull's just real tired. Maybe. He was kind of dragging his legs. That might have been it. MorphinGrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphinGrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at MorphinGrid or on Facebook at facebook.com slash TheMorphinGrid. And we're on iTunes. If you want to leave us a rating and review, that would be sweet. We're also on Stitcher and we're on YouTube. Updates have resumed. Yeah. So. Uh, they, they won't be daily. They'll be whenever,ly but they're getting up. Right. So sometimes you'll get one. Sometimes you won't get any. Sometimes you'll get like three or four if I, you know, <laughs> that fire lights. So, so yeah. Uh, also, two other things. This is a Friday episode. So on Monday, technically late Sunday afternoon, but on Monday, the season finale of the first season of Sailor Business airs. I just finished editing it right before, <laughs> right as you came over. Uh, it's pretty good. So go check that out. I mean, maybe don't start there. But that's happening. Right. On Tuesday, Super Sentai Brothers is they're doing the, the first part of their two-part finale, or they're doing the whole finale, both parts, on, on Tuesday. Super Sentai Brothers is legitimately one of my favorite podcasts now. It's super fun. So definitely go check that out. They're just like us, but for the Sentai, right? Is yeah. That, and that's like, what the format is? Pretty much. And like uh, the, the, the two people are older and more put together, <laughs> which is a common theme. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, they're and they're like super fun. They're they're brothers, obviously. Um, but they're they're super fun. They're very funny, and they're talking about a show that seems really good. So <laughs> that's pretty neat. So go check them out. As for us, on Monday we will start a three parter. Oh yeah, we got three. We got three coming up next week. Okay, the changing of the Zords. So expect Zords to be changed. They just got these ones. They just they did. They really did. Do they get the Manzords and then the Alien Rangers take them over? Well, they have the Shogun Zords and the Alien Rangers have man versions of the Shogun Zords called the Battlers. Oh, okay. I think. I don't know. I don't I, I know that they definitely have a different set of Zords because I remember they can command them telepathically. Yeah, there's are like skinnier. So there's a lot of weird scenes of them punching in a desert. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they they have more svelte swords. They're they're right. nice and lean. Uh, but yeah, the changing of the swords. I'm pretty excited because it's the part that I remember the least of season three of Power Rangers. Yeah, I I remember these swords, the ninja swords. Yeah, which are my favorite ones since the original set so far. Right, and I remember the Alien Rangers man swords. I don't remember what the ones in between look like. I won't spoil it. Also, them. I'm real sad to see the Ninja Megazord go. I, I don't think it's gone. I think they'll trade him out. Maybe it's gone. I don't remember. I genuinely have no <laughs> idea what's one happening. Is one of those series where they have like six Megazords they can choose from? I don't and <laughs> I don't think so, but they do switch him out. But here's here's the thing. Like, I remember the very end of season three before Alien Rangers. Like the last things that happen. Right. And that's it. <laughs> that's and then I remember I remember. Kim Lee, right? But that's that's right. really it. So, uh, yeah, we'll end now because we're rambling at this point. We'll yes, see you we Monday. Are. Until then, may, may the, the power, power protect you. you. for military raid. <laughs>